0: Welcome back into the Tie Talk podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here, and tonight I'm joined by Jake Thomas and Jonathan Sanford, gentlemen. How y'all doing tonight?
1: Doing good, man. Uh, good to be here. Glad to have Jonathan on with us. So we going to talk a little bit of spring ball. Jonathan, how you doing, buddy?
2: Man, I'm blessed tonight, Jake. Stacy, it's just great to, to be here with you guys, and especially. Look back on an 8 day game where there was actually a lot of people in the stands.
0: Yes. Well, that, that, that was nice to see. That, I mean, uh, I kind of had forgotten what that was like to, to see that many fans at a, at a sporting event.
2: Yeah, I really felt the same way. I, I don't remember the exact number, uh, but it sure was nice to see anyway.
0: Absolutely. And we're going to dive more into the A-Day game, but real quick, want to take a moment to tell everybody about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is, is the best place to go to place all your bets. Of course, if, you, uh, if you're an NBA fan, the NBA is in full swing right now. Uh, Major League Baseball is, is getting things started right now. And if sports are not your thing, you can bet on reality TV or you know all those sorts of fun things. Uh, they have great prop bets for all the sporting events. But then, then also they have a 24-hour online casino that is always open So you can play blackjack and other casino-type games. Go to betonline.ag, sign up today, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus. All right, guys, we're going to dive in here real quick to to our A-Day recap. Of course, it was a great, great day to have football back. It was a beautiful Saturday there in Tuscaloosa honoring last year's national champions. So uh, it was a lot of fun to see the guys back on the field and just – Kind of initially, Jake, uh, what were your thoughts on some of the offensive players? And, of course, Bryce Young is probably the most notable guy there.
1: Yeah, you know, we we both picked him as the MVP uh, offensively. He was the MVP for the whole game. But, I mean, I think he pretty much solidified being QB number one. Uh, You know, his numbers were 25-44 for 333 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Of course, you know, we're missing – uh, really, three uh offensive linemen on that. Um, you know, we got to replace him, and he got sat three times. But you know, it's, it's gonna be a gelling process in the offensive line. Uh, so give it give it time. It may take a couple games, uh, when we start playing ball again, uh, to get them to gel together, but but they'll be all right. But I'm gonna tell you, I think it's a Jahi Hall. I mean, what you know, we both talked about, we need a a guy to step up to take over, you know, De- uh, Devontae Smith uh, and you know Lou Waddle's uh, positions, and 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 uh, man, he he sure to show out. So he may be an upcomer to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, Jonathan, just kind of piggybacking off of that, what who, who were some of the offensive guys that you know really stood out to you, and uh, you know, you kind of had your eye on all day Saturday.
2: Well, I certainly uh, just. The biggest thing for me was the tight end squad, you know, looking yeah. at uh, Billingsley and Letu. Uh, and you might have to help me on that pronunciation, but uh, Cameron Letu. I, I just thought I was, I really didn't expect, you know, I had been hearing good things about uh, Cameron Letu in the spring, but this was the first time that I really saw on the screen what he was capable of doing. Right. And boy, I, I just, he brought up uh, a Johnny Hall, but. Wow. As well, add those two tight ends on the field. Might we see a different approach this fall a little bit from what we saw last year? If you've got two tight ends at that level, boy, talk about a change maybe in the in the philosophy of the offense a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, Bill O'Brien, he's, you know, in his years as the offensive coach in the NFL, he's coached some pretty good NFL tight ends. So, uh, you know, he knows how to use those guys. And, you know, you talked about Cameron Latou, and, you know, he's kind of a two-year project there at tight end right now. He uh, started out on the defensive side of the ball for Alabama. Uh, he's had two years now developing into a tight end, and you're kind of starting to see his ability and, you know, why he was such a coveted prospect coming out of high school. So that that's definitely a guy that that really caught my attention, and obviously probably everybody's attention, and Uh, Jake mentioned a Jai Hall and and what he is able to do his strong hands his ability to make tough catches so those really stood out but you know just talking a little bit about Bryce Young you know one of the things Jake mentioned the sacks and you know we kind of shuffled around the offensive line due to injuries and of course the guys that are going to be heading off to the NFL but you know even though there was a lot of pressure in the game Bryce really did a good job of of eluding some of that pressure, whether it was stepping up in the pocket or, you know, maybe even like the second or third play of the of the entire scrimmage. Uh, he he juked out, I believe it was Byron Young, to hit Roaldale Williams out of the backfield. You know, a little bit different style of quarterback than what we saw last year with Mac Jones. And uh, Bryce really has what looks like the it factor there when he's back there at quarterback. And, of course, it's just a spring game and you can't take – too much from it but from what i saw from Bryce young he is the clear cut number 1 guy uh on the team and you know honestly i was a little disappointed that that uh, milro was not able to to go yeah. out for whatever reason yeah. of course there's been a lot of speculation as to why but you know we're not going to discuss speculation but um, I was really hoping to see Jalen Milrow. And, and, Jonathan, I know you're familiar with Milroe And so just tell us a little bit about what uh, you expect to see from from Milroe this fall. Uh, I know he's probably not going to see the field unless it's kind of in mop-up duty or an injury happens. But, you know, what, what do you think of, of the young freshman quarterback?
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there uh, just for a moment. I, I will say I would not be surprised – If he ends up the number two quarterback in the fall, if, if he's comes in this fall and continues to progress the way that, um, that he's done in the spring, he has, first of all, speed wise, he is faster than Jalen hurts, Mm -hmm. Wow! but he's a lot like Jalen. When Jalen was a freshman, Alabama, his, his passing game guys, I watched him here in high school. I can testify that his passing game is still not, you know, where it needs to be. So that's a work in progress with him. Um, but if you talk about a situation where you go from one quarterback like Bryce Young, Milrow would be a very easy if he's able to continue to progress, the type of replacement that wouldn't require a great change in the offense. Yeah. And this is this is not taking anything away from Paul Tyson, guys. Please don't don't take that that way. I, I right. just think. If, if something happened to Bryce Young, you know, God forbid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Style-wise, offensive philosophy-wise, I think that you would be in better shape with Milro and that coming in in that situation than with Tyson. Again, that's not a knock on Tyson. Again, I'm just speaking philosophy-wise about having to change the offense a great deal.
0: Yeah, I I totally get what you're saying. Schematically, it would make more sense for a for a Milrow top player to come in for Bryce Young than than Paul Tyson. Paul Tyson's more of a you know throwback, you know three step drop back drop back passer. Not really going to avoid a lot of pressure there in, in the backfield. Uh, so he's more of your traditional style quarterback. Where Bryce and and Jalen, you know, kind of. Can go off script if need be, and and make plays with their feet as well. So that that totally makes sense to me. And like I like you said, it's not a knock on Paul Tyson, but no. you know it, each team is different, every year is different. And you know this may be a season where we need a more mobile and athletic quarterback than what we needed last year with Mac Jones. That offensive line was so stout; I there am. was hardly any pressure on him whatsoever. It was a veteran group uh Jake mentioned how we're having to replace three starters from that group so um uh you know maybe this year we need one of those guys who can a- avoid some pressure uh that maybe we didn't have that type of pressure last season so that that totally makes sense to me i can totally see that happening uh especially you know and it's not just because of his ability to to move around in the pocket or escape the the rush but i I've, I've heard really good things as far as his his uh developing in the passing game this spring and uh i don't see why that would not continue throughout the summer and then in the fall camp
1: absolutely uh one thing i want to touch on real quick guys you know we alabama's always had an awesome you know we've had stud running backs but they were really good at at catching the ball out of the backfield and we've got two guys who could, you know, could uh, potentially do that for us uh Rodeo williams uh Caught four passes the other day for 65 yards, and Jason McClellan seven receptions for 62 yards. So, you know, you know, Najee made, made it. You know, made a lot of people miss out of the backfield uh, when he caught the ball. So, it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, how how they play out this year.
2: Hey, Jake, you talked about uh, those two guys, Williams and McClellan. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm a big McClellan fan. He played at Alito High School here in Texas, one of the powerhouse football teams here in the state of Texas. But now uh, you take. Robinson aside. Let's, let's take him out of the picture. This is for both of you guys. I want to hear your your you guys uh, with all the running backs and it's definitely a, a stacked, you know, running back room. Is there any one of those guys that really stands out beyond the others to either one of you guys, St- uh, Jake or Stacy? Go ahead, Jake. uh
1: you know, McClellan got a lot of playing time last year. Um so, I would give him the nod. Uh, you know, we we didn't really see uh, Brian Robinson, but um, if you're just talking about these two guys, I think it's going to be McClellan. But I believe Brian Robinson will probably be day one starter. Yeah, but, no doubt. But, but like you said, I mean, you can miss, mention match anybody, uh, on you know, running back, and, and we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, m- my opinion of it, I don't know that any of those guys just stand out above the rest, but they're all kind of a little bit different. Uh Roy Dale is more of the thumper, uh, yeah. but he he can make some plays like Jake mentioned out of the backfield uh but as far as explosion explosion, I think Jace has the upper hand between those two guys, and we haven't even mentioned Keelan Robinson, who's yeah. who's c- gonna kind of be the Swiss Army knife of the offense, I believe this upcoming season, you know, do a lot of jet sweeps. Uh, get him involved in the screen game, just a guy who can make plays with the ball in his hand. So uh, a lot of guys that can kind of do a little bit of different things individually. So uh, really looking forward to seeing how Bill O'Brien kind of implements all those guys and, and, you know, like you said, Brian Robinson didn't even play. We know what he's capable of doing. Yes. Uh, he he finished the season really strong in that Ohio State game. I don't know if y'all remember that. but
2: Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was thumping them. He was thumping
0: yeah. those Ohio State guys there late in that game. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how Brian Robinson finishes out his Alabama career. Re- really strong running back group. And, you know, before we – move on, you know, we, we haven't even talked about, you know, veteran guys like John Mechie, Xavier Williams, Slade yeah. Bolden, yeah. Uh, you know, Sean Holden. I know he had a couple drops, but he was, he was making some plays as well. So yeah. the talent is not lacking there on offense. It's just a matter of, of gelling together. You know, last year's unit just had so much continuity. Uh, it's going to be hard to, you know, duplicate that. But uh, this offense has a chance to put up some some good numbers as well.
1: You know, I've talked to a couple of people um, about the 8 uh, Day game today at work. And uh, one thing that we all kind of agreed on, you know, back – you know, we had to rely on the defense uh, early part of Saban's career uh, in those championship runs. Last year we had an awesome offense. And, you know, the defense kind of like this year, the way the defense is stacked, I think – we're going to need to rely on that defense a little more, at least until the offense starts yelling together.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, mm-hmm. The defense is a little bit more veteran group, and we'll talk about them in a minute. But mm-hmm. does do y'all have anything else y'all want to add on the offense? I know we hadn't really talked a lot about the offensive line, uh, and it's really kind of hard to get a gauge on those guys because there was, you know, so many injuries here in spring uh, that you, you know what Evan Neal is going to be. He's going to be. You know, an all American candidate there along the offensive line. Chris Owens is going to be a solid guy there, right in the middle, anchoring the offensive line. Uh, Emil will be back after his injury. But after that, there's a couple of positions there that, uh, that are up for grabs. So, uh, that's something that we can, you know, kind of look forward to there in fall camp when everybody's back healthy.
2: Well, I, I just wanted to, to share this about Bryce Young. I, I I thought Tua Tonga low had the quickest release that I've seen at Alabama in my life. I'm, I'm be 44 oh, here in May, and I thought Tua had the quickest release I would ever see in in crimson and white. But I gotta be honest with the Youngs release is the quickest release I've seen in my entire lifetime at Alabama. And uh, those slants that we saw with Tua mm-hmm. <laughs> to Judy uh, and that group, uh, get ready because they are going to be back if they want to employ that because Bryce has that, boy, that quick release on those slants. I'm, I'm dreaming at night of what that's going to look like. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm ready to see those RPOs.
1: And, and, of course, then here comes all of the haters saying, well, they don't ever pass it, Dave. They always do slants.
0: So
1: what? <laughs> I don't care. I don't either. They get yardage. That's all that matters. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, if y'all don't have anything else to add on the offensive side of the ball, I think we can, you know, kind of get moved on to the defensive side of the ball. Um, but real quick before we do that, I want to take a moment to tell everybody a little bit about Kanan. I don't know about you guys, but I, I struggle with with keeping up with sunglasses. I break them all the time. You know, you're out there mowing the yard, they fall off your head, and the <laughs> next thing you know, they're scattered in 20 different pieces across yeah. <laughs> across the lawn. But, you know, Kanan is sunglasses are made exclu- exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses, you know, clear, lighter, and stronger. And then the frames are Italian handcrafted, so they're impossible to scratch. And, and right now, Kanan and Believe are, are joined together. You can... Use the exclusive code CANONCAST15, that's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T 15, for 15% off your first pair of sunglasses. CANON.com. Canon, clearly better. All right, guys. I think something that's clearly going to be better than it's been the last couple years is this Alabama defense. (gasps) Uh, Yeah. Dude, there, there is studs all over the field on all three levels uh jay just your and it do this doesn't even have to really be so much about what you saw on saturday because that again there were so many guys out but you know compounded with what you know we have coming back along with what you've seen on saturday what what's your thoughts on this album of defense
1: man i'm excited about this defense and, you know, we also picked another one, Stacy. We both said that DeMarco Howland's probably the defensive MVP, and boy, he showed out Saturday. And, uh, uh but, but on paper, this defense is nasty. And man, I'm, I'm ready to look for it. We got some, you know, great corners. Uh, yeah, that secondary is legit. It may be, it might be the best secondary in the nation. It's got to be at least top three. Uh, but, uh, and, and we didn't even have, um uh, Malachi Moore out there. So when he comes back, it's just gonna make it that much more deadly. So uh linebacker play was really good. Uh defensive line, yeah. But um, but you know, there, there's some studs there's uh, studs there as well. But man, I, I'm very excited about this defense.
0: Yeah, Jonathan, what you know, who are some of the guys that maybe stood out to you there on the defensive side of the ball?
2: Well, certainly, uh, Jalen Armour Davis. Uh, yeah. I watched him specifically a lot during that game on Saturday, and I don't know if you remember the. Uh, there was a deep ball that uh, on the outside thrown to Baker, and, and it was a fight for the ball. Uh, but uh, you know, Davis, he won several. I, I think barely, really tough battles on Saturday. Uh, there was one um, where he, you know, the two got that deep ball over the middle, but that was just you know Young showing out. Um, I was impressed with him. I was impressed with the guy who stood out to me the most was, uh, Deontay Lawson. I, I 32, (laughs) you know, I I just something about him stood out to me a little bit undersized maybe, but compared to the other 32 that we've known for the last couple of years, but, uh, I like Lawson. And then, uh, you mentioned the defensive line. What about, uh, Braswell? what do you guys think of Braswell? Uh
0: Yeah, he, oh, he, he is quick off the edge. Man, yeah. he's quick. You know, it, you know, the 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 young guys, the freshmen, you know, even if they were redshirt freshmen, some of those guys, they really play well. McKinstry played well. Kool-Aid, you know, yeah. had that pick. Uh that was beautiful. It was. It was. And, and you mentioned Jalen Armor Davis. He was making plays. Uh Christian Story made some plays. Uh Deontay Lawson was there starting beside Jalen Moody there with that first defense. Of course, Christian, Christian Harris was out and Shane Lee was yeah. out, so it kind of provided him with that opportunity. But, you know, he he didn't seem like he didn't belong, which is which is a pretty big deal for a guy who's had about, what, 15, 20 practices in, in a college yeah. campus. So, yes. uh, you know, I, I really was excited to see how well he played. And, and we know what Will Anderson and Chris Allen – uh, and, you know, guys like Drew Sanders can do coming off the edge. But now there's that guy, uh, Chris Braswell. <laughs> He's, he made some noise there. So uh, it looks like Alabama has plenty of pass rushers to come off the edge. And, you know, that's that's the name of the game on the defensive side of the ball is is, is pressuring the quarterback, not just for sacks, but just affecting the quarterback. And it looks like Alabama's is going to be able to do that. Of course, we know that, you know, in the middle, Tim Smith can – can yeah. make some noise. Byron Young can make some noise. Justin Aboigbe can make some noise. Uh, I know I'm missing some guys, uh, Fiderian Mathis, he, who was also out this spring. He, we know what he's capable of. Uh, I'm really excited to see this defense. Uh, I, 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 I have a feeling that, that they're going to be a pretty special group.
2: Uh, Tim, uh, uh, my mind's going blank. Uh, Tim, um, Smith, Smith. Smith. I, I'm, I'm just, I, when we were doing the, uh, the reviews from last seasons. I, I look into him just makes me even hungrier for what he's going to be able to do this year. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm high on him for sure. I mean, I, I told, uh, Stacey in our last podcast that, um, I believe by the end of the, or by probably mid, mid part of the year, he may take over that, that, uh, Nose guard position from DJ Dell. Yeah, yeah.
2: DJ has got to be watching out because him is coming and coming fast. I agree 100%.
0: I, I, and speaking of DJ Dell, congratulations to him. I don't know if y'all saw yeah, it. Yeah, proposal. He got engaged there. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. yeah congratulations. Proposal. That's awesome.
0: So, obviously happy for him and and his bride-to-be. But, uh, you know, the, the defense, w- what I like about the defense is – there's just so many dudes. That's, that's the best way I can put it. There's just a lot of dudes on that side of the ball. And, you know, I didn't really see much of a drop-off between, you know, each group, to be honest with you. Uh, obviously, the, the first team had a little more experience in areas. Uh, of course, we know what Jordan Battle can do there in the back end. Uh, Jake mentioned didn't play Malachi Moore. We know what he can do. Uh, he was as good as any freshman defensive back in the country last season. Uh, I'm excited to see Josh Job. It, can he be that alpha back there on the island? You know, at corner, uh, he's been
2: he's been so close. Yes, uh, to being a star. I mean, yeah, it, it just seems like last year the moments where he could have made the play, just something would happen, right? Yeah, this is the the year that we're going to find out. Can Job finally make that conversion to the to a star that we know he's capable of being.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, I think it's going to be interesting to see that other cornerback spot. Uh, I, we were all really impressed with Jalen Armour Davis, but you know, the more that it's going to be he, hard
2: to keep Kool-Aid out of exactly,
0: there. Exactly. The more yeah. kool the more reps he gets, the better he's going to get. Yeah. And, uh, you can tell that he is just naturally gifted, man. So that's going to be one of the most interesting battles in fall camp, and I'm really looking forward to that one.
2: Was there any player, like if you had to take all the players you saw on, on Saturday and, and just say, was there one guy to you that stood out over everybody else? I mean, yeah, we could both uh, – all three of us could probably say, you know, Bryce Young, but let's take him out of the equation. Who, who stood out the most to you guys? Jalen Jalen Moody. Wow, I want to hear this,
0: Jalen Moody. Okay, let's hear it. I I, I just I think Jalen Moody is going to make some noise this year. We all know what Christian Harris is. I mean, he's he's an All American linebacker, but I think Jalen Moody is going to going to be right there as well. Uh, I I don't know if y'all remember the play, but there was one play where I lit my jaw dropped. It was a little little uh, flare pass out of the backfield to one of the running backs. I can't even remember who. I think it was Roy Dell, and out of nowhere i mean he he looked like he had grass to get about 10 to 15 yards out of nowhere moody comes flying in and takes him down for about a two or three yard gain i don't know if y'all remember that specific play or not but and he, he was just all over the field just he's an instinctive player uh you know maybe something that that dylan moses didn't have as much of talented guy but you know, lack some instincts there on the inside, Moody has them. And I'm really excited about Jalen Moody. I think I think we have a chance to have two special inside linebackers this year.
2: Jake, it sounds like uh, Stacy's saying we don't need Toa Toa. Hey, hey, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
1: hey, if we get him, that's fine. we would be what that do much. Do?
2: I mean, <laughs> uh, Stacey, what do you do if you get Toa Toa?
0: Uh, he, I mean, if he beats him out, he beats him out. But I, I'm telling you right now, I think
2: Jalen Moody will be an NFL dude. Wow, I I gotta agree with you. I was impressed with him as well. I just I didn't expect to hear you say that name, but man, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm impressed by that. That's a great pick. <laughs> what about you, Jake?
1: You know, um, I. I- <laughs> Like, like I've said, I, I'm interested in that secondary because it could be potentially the deepest second day we've ever had at Alabama uh, with guys like Helms, Battle. But, you know, we talked about – and I said it last year, which I thought um, Battle could be the guy who could step in the the Zara McKinney role to be that, that slobber knocker, the the one just just knock your helmet off. And uh, But now uh, I believe Helms is going to be that guy. So, you yeah, know, I, I love – you know, it's got it's gotten away from it because of the other concussion protocols and stuff. Which I understand, you got to protect players, but I love hard hitting guys and just just blowing somebody up. That is football to me. And uh so, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to say who's going to be that guy for us.
2: By the way, Jake, this was the hardest hitting a day game in my absolutely. lifetime.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Then
2: dudes were getting after it. They were. They wanted that state. They wanted that steak dinner, not the beans <laughs> and You know, bean dinner. <laughs> well, I, mine guys, was you Jucency see uh, McKinstry. I, mm-hmm. guys, we got a freaking star coming. He in. is. He, he's a star. I mean, his body language after he made that interception uh, there in the fourth quarter, and and stood up, uh, just the, the body language. It was. It, and I hate to even say this, but remind me of Deion Sanders. It honestly mm. did.
1: That, that's high praise. <laughs>
2: hey, I hope he I, is. Me too. I d I don't know, but I just I was uber impressed with him. And then he, he had the, you know, the the game ceiling uh you know pass breakup there in the closing you know seconds of that game. So yeah. boy, I, I we are so freaking blessed. Oh. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's amazing the ta- the type of talent we have on this team. Another guy who I was impressed with, of course, is Braswell, like I believe you mentioned Jonathan.
2: Uh he had three yeah, sacks on the, yeah. on Young.
1: Yeah, three sacks on Young, and he also caused a force fumble. So I mean, and he had five tackles to get uh total. So I mean he's he looks like he's gonna be a uh a stud as well, like Stacey said coming off that end, which is huge. you,
0: you know Uh, another guy, and we could sit here and do this all night, but I'm going to, I'm going to mention one more guy. Um, you know, and and we've talked about him a little bit, but it's interesting that both Jalen Armour Davis and Kool-Aid McKinstry both have had outstanding days
1: Yeah,
0: and they're really kind of battling for that one spot in my opinion. Um, You know, we don't know that for a fact, but it it seems like for that other corner spot, it's going to be between Kool-Aid and Jalen Armour Davis, and both of those guys played really, really good on Saturday. So that 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 is going to be a fantastic matchup in the fall. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know how they're going to pick it. Uh, Maybe one guy will just head and shoulders uh, be above the neck the other guy, but that that's going to be that's the one one spot that I'm just going to be watching uh all fall camp going to be a lot
2: of fun,
1: absolutely,
0: <laughs> guys, y'all got any closing thoughts before this was a lot of fun to to kind of relive the eight a game now we gotta wait uh shoot a hundred and something days before we get to the first football game, so uh, we got a while but uh any closing thoughts or you know just kind of a observation from the from the game you know of the team
1: <laughs> well i I'll go first, but uh, I was gonna say. You know, Bill O'Brien is coming to a great you know opportunity. It's not like he's going to go to, like, New Mexico and try to fix that offense. I mean, <laughs> he's got studs in that offense that, that he can work with and, and play with and miss a match and match and just confuse defenses. So, he uh, – I want to be interested to see. The biggest thing about Bill O'Brien to me is how is he going to do recruiting? So, I'm anxious to see how he's going to be on, on the recruiting trail and uh, – See if he can pull in some guys because I mean he's an NFL guy, but I think this might be his first time to go out and actually recruit in college. So we'll see how he does there.
0: No, he was the head coach at Penn
2: State, Jake. Yeah,
1: that's right, he was. And and he had worked. some
2: great offensive weapons there, by yeah. the way.
1: Where, wherever <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been sleeping in a cave the last six years, so, six <laughs> seven years. So don't annoy me,
0: <laughs> Jonathan. Real quick, anything you want to add? You know, just kind of observing day to day game.
2: Well, I'm going to throw this out there because all I heard on Saturday evening was Georgia, Georgia, this Georgia yes, that. Oh, good. and, and ESPN. Yeah. That's all they were hyping. Uh, there are those right now talking heads that truly believe that Georgia is on a level and, and they may very well be, I could be absolutely dead wrong. But when I watched the Alabama A-Day game and I watched the Georgia A-Day game, When I looked at the talent that was on the field, there was no comparison, guys. And and it's the closest thing I think we're going to see in our lifetime to what Paul Bear Bryant had at his disposal when you had so much talent that you had guys that would start in many other places sitting on the bench. We've got that at Alabama right now. It's it's hard to imagine the talent that is sitting in Tuscaloosa. And and by the way, there are several guys – that didn't play what there were several that didn't play and there's several that haven't even gotten on campus yet right exactly yeah. exactly uh yes. so my my statement is this got me excited for the fall me because too. i believe we are headed on a collision course with that red and black group over in in Athens Georgia and i hope that once again we break their hearts me too oh yeah me absolutely. too absolutely I hope they get all the love all summer long. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but, uh, like you don't. Uh, my just my thoughts are much like y'all's. The, the talent is just unbelievable. Uh, it, it's like, you know, I was talking with my dad and, you know, really just to sum it up, we're going to win a lot of football games this year. I don't know if we'll win the championship, but we'll be right there in it. And uh, the the talent is there. Uh, I don't really have any huge question marks on this team. You know, maybe who's the two guys on the offensive line, but we know they're going to be talented. It's not going to be a question yeah. of talent there. So uh, I, I don't really have major question marks. Uh, I'm not worried about the receiving group. Uh, there's plenty of guys there that can make plays. Bryce Young is is not going to have to, you know, he's going not just going to rely on his arm. He can make plays with his feet. Uh, we got five running backs that would start pretty much anywhere else in the country. So I feel good about the offense, you know, even though we're losing, you know, the best quarterback in college football last year, the best running back in college football last year, and the best receiver in college football last year. We're losing those three guys, but I, I don't, I don't think that's going to be enough to to keep this team from competing for a, another national championship. Yep, got agree. You know,
1: yeah, you know the the old saying is, you know, Alabama don't rebuild; they reload, <laughs> and that's what that's what we had done th- this year. And uh, and man, we like, like Jonathan said, we have, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Anybody on that defensive side that's on the bench could be can be playing anywhere else but they're wearing that crimson jersey, and that that just means something. You know, I think me and Stacey have talked about it before, Jonathan, but, I mean, I wouldn't care if I would never see the field. I, I would set the bench, but wearing that crimson jersey, just the history and, and that moment, you know, I, I, I would do it in a heartbeat.
2: Well, I think it's a great story when you watch a guy like Jalen Moody that Stacey brought up who's been there, he's paid his dues, Yep. And, and now has a chance to shine. Uh, that's what you look for. That should be the story in college football, not this transfer rule where you don't get your wish day one and you start looking at the place you can hop. And uh, I don't want to get into that, but uh, yeah. I, I love the idea of what you're spreading versus what we're seeing spread across college football elsewhere.
0: Hey, you know, that that's a great idea for a podcast here in the summer when, you know, the news is, you know, not as, not as you know, high volume, we can talk about the transfer and the effect of it, the transfer portal and the effect of it on college athletics. I think that would be That'd an be interesting great. show.
1: Absolutely. That would be great. Yeah, I'm down for it.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I had a lot of fun talking about the 8-A game. Uh, really excited about this team. We've talked about that. So looking forward to seeing what they can do this fall. Uh, real quick, Jonathan, let everybody know how, how they can follow you on, on social media so they can make sure they keep up
2: with you. Now you can uh, catch me on Twitter at DJ Sanford. That's D-J-S-A-N-F-O-R-D.
0: All right, Jake, and uh, you're at Jake Thomas TTS?
1: Yeah, still. I ain't changed it. I need to, but I haven't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all good. And I'm at Blackwood89. You can follow our podcast Twitter feed at Tide Talk Pod. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Leave us a five star review there on Apple Podcast. Uh, We really appreciate that. All right, guys. I had a lot of fun. Can't wait till we do this again. Roll 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 Tide.
1: Roll Tide. Roll Tide.